Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Evolution Radio Network with your host, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referee, DK, and Sadistic Sean David. Now, let's go into the ER and get into the turmoil. Welcome to a Rampage production. This is Rampage Rant, Tuesday Night Turmoil. You are live inside the ER, and somebody's got some background noise. I'm going to have to whip That's me. Sorry. Sorry, darling. I'm sorry. It's, it's vault. Okay, yeah. All right. Two o'clock lives on. Sorry, guys. All right. <laughs> uh, tonight, we are going to get controversial in just a couple minutes. Uh... Uh, Sorry, I was reading a message. Uh, we will be joined momentarily by my ex. Folks, don't message us when we're on the air. One at a time. Uh, we will be joined momentarily by my ex, the accuser of Beast. And uh, we will be taking no questions during this segment, but uh, he will be coming on and giving us his story. So, with okay. that being said... Um, that is the way tonight is kind of going to go. We're going to talk a lot more, uh, than that, but I've asked him to come on and open the show. So momentarily we will be joined by him. Um, 
I guess uh, the big thing that is going around today, um, for those that didn't see it, is SmackDown is moving to Fox. Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, wow. Fox, cool. Fox procured a deal with WWE um, buying the rights to broadcast SmackDown for one and I almost start to I almost feel like Mike Myers is uh Doctor Evil in the Austin Powers movies when I when oh, I say this. Okay. I should I should get my I should get my pinky up to my mouth when I say this. One billion dollars. Was it one trillion? No, it was a billion. Maybe on the movie it was a trillion, but in, yeah. in, in, in for no, WWE no, it, no, it was no it was a no it was a billion. Originally it was a million and then uh and then Robert Wagner told him a million dollars isn't worth that much these days. You need to you need to you know, make it a billion. So he did. Yes we yes he did. All right, I'm getting everything in order here. So, uh, uh now now in regards now in regards to that, um what the what the possibility exists on this situation is that um, Fox might move SmackDown back to Friday night, and that also might then include them going back to taping rather than going live. If that, oh, that's if, in fact, if in fact they do make that move. Uh, which, um, like, I, like you know, like wrote at the uh, top of our uh, show description tonight, you know, well, we have to go back to Monday night starting in the fall because um, SmackDown moves over to Fox uh, in October. Yes. With when the current contract with uh, Sci-Fi runs out. Yes. Yes. So. Um, and if that and if that does and if that does happen, well, it's uh, kind of a little uh, foolish for us to. Hey, um, my one of my cats just gave me a nibble on my arm here. Sorry about that. Um, but uh, you know, it would be foolish for us to be on Tuesday night when the first show will be on Monday, but the other show won't be on until four days later. So we might wind up having to, if that were the case, we would most likely have to go back to Mondays so that we can cover Friday and then Monday, which means we'd have to get all the artwork redone and all the shirts redone. And, oh, my God. I don't even want to think about that. I don't even want to think about that. I got I've got let's put this way, I've got enough I've got enough right now on my table to think about without having to think about you know, new artwork on shirts and that. So Oh my gosh. Well, here okay. Since we're since we're kind of since we're kind of in limbo right now, if we're not gonna do any of the other stuff until after that happens, um, why don't we go ahead and I will pull this up just a few days ago uh, over in uh, over in Japan 
Um, Chris Jericho, um, they they pulled out a uh, um, a video promo. Chris Jericho did a video promo uh, with uh, uh, promoting the uh, match with Naito on June 9th. Now, if you are listening at work, you either need to have headphones on or you will need to mute for the next uh, a little over two minutes because this is definitely a not safe for work promo. Okay. But this this is Chris Jericho's promo on Naito that uh was that just uh was aired live at a New Japan show this past weekend. Naito fan. I read all the things that you're saying about me. I know how you really feel and listen. You are one of the greatest performers in the world today. One of the biggest stars in New Japan Pro Wrestling. But to me, you mean as much. As this turtle. And just like this little turtle hit his head when Chris Jericho came and stood before him. The same thing you're going to do when all your stupid fans are going to do. Naito, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to take your Intercontinental Championship from you. Not because you want it. You don't want it. You're too tranquilo. I'm not tranquilo. I'm fucking crazy. I'm going to show you just how crazy I can be at Dominion on June 9th. I've been waiting for six months to get my hands on your filthy, stupid head. Yeah, La Cingo Nabilis de Japan. Kiss my fucking ass. Naito, I'm going to take the Intercontinental Championship from you. Add it to my collection ten times. Intercontinental Champion. You say that you're superior to me in every way other than name recognition. Hey, man, like I said, you're great. You're beyond great. You're the best New Japan has to offer. But I've seen pieces of shit like you come and go year after year after year. And guess what? Chris Jericho is still here. The Alpha is still here. That's why I came to New Japan. To fuck you up, Mr. Main Event. (laughs) You have no idea what it takes to be in the main event. You have no idea what it is to be the main event. Well, Naito, congratulations. You got your wish. You're going to be the most popular star in the world now. And you're going to be known as the man that Chris Jericho made famous. Because I'm going to make you famous, Naito. I want to beat your fucking ass at Dominion. Take the Intercontinental Championship away from you, away from those filthy animals in Japan, and take it back to the United States where it belongs. You understand me, Naito? Huh? You understand me? Be careful what you wish for, Junior, because it's going to come true. We'll see you on June 9th at Dominion. Fuck face. Fuck face. And I'm hearing a lot of background noise. Fuck face. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he just... I, I mean, Jericho laid out the F-bombs on that thing. Holy cow. Well, uh, Jericho laid out his F-bombs, and I'm about to lay out mine, because I just saw something that uh, was the most grotesque thing I think I have ever seen in professional wrestling in my life. 
I'm I'm lo- I'm looking at the I'm looking at the pictures reading this thing. Um I mean Holy cow. Holy cow. This is I this is this is this is I mean I had one of my friends who was the uh, victim in a flaming tables match. They okay. used they used charcoal fluid for the table instead of lighter fluid. He suffered major burns on his back. I had somebody who we talked about on on this show uh, last week that uh, shall forever remain nameless. Um, and uh, they did a flaming guitar on him at uh, our second Manifest Destiny show when uh, VWAA was uh, running here in the Chicago area. And uh, they also did charcoal fluid. People, if you're going to do flaming gimmicks, you use lighter lighter fluid. It goes... You know what? You just made the list! My 16 years in the professional wrestling business, I have seen some pretty grotesque things. I have been on shows that Madman Pondo has been on. Um, I have yep, seen J.C. Bailey and Nate Webb destroy each other in a Texas death match. I've, I, I've gone to IWA, okay? I have seen some okay. pretty fucked up shit. I have never in my I've life been in the seen... ring with some, with some pretty messed up stuff, obviously. I have never seen anything more fucked up than what I just witnessed that that Crimey sent us tonight. It was the mo- most grotesque thing I think I have ever witnessed. It literally made me vomit um, because as a promoter, there would be no fucking way in hell that I would ever allow that to happen. Like, you are asking, what state did this happen in? Philadelphia? No, this is in the Philippines. Oh, well, no wonder why this shit happened. Um, if this happened in the United States, that company would no longer be in existence because the wrestling commission of whatever state this was in, unless it happened in Illinois or Indiana, would have been all over this. 
And I don't know if there's a wrestling commission well, in the Philippines. Well, obviously but, not. And then obviously, of course, you know, I mean, hey, remember, Pennsylvania, CZW. This this would this would this would fly. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, DJ Hyde, but I'm gonna call it. This kind of stupid crap would fly in CCW. Yeah. Um, whether the athletic commission agreed with it or not, but somebody literally setting themselves on fire on purpose is just that's that is the new definition of stupid. It's dumbassery. Like I'm, that, I'm, that's hey, a, hey. To the, to hey, the highest done, yeah. degree. That's okay, I've done some to a whole pretty level. stupid shit. I've done some pretty stupid shit for shock value, and I've done some pretty stupid shit with fire, but I know how much pretty stupid shit I can get away with. Let me tell you something. As a promoter, the only, the only source of fire that I have ever allowed, and it's only happened at one of my events in the years that I have been promoting, is a fireball. And you can ask Steve Kane, the night that it happened, I didn't know what to think. Because I wasn't yeah. sure that I wanted it to happen. It's that damn unpredictable. Yeah. And, and, One a, thing and goes a fireball is actually very easily easy because all a fireball is. And, you know, I mean, you know, yeah, the curtain was torn off years ago. So I'm not I'm not sitting here telling anything that, uh, well, it's all, no, let's be, people let's, already be know. let's be honest about this, Steve. It's also a magician's illusion. That's where we got it. Right. From. Exactly. It's, it's, it's flash. It's a, it's rolled up flash paper with, yeah. with, uh, they actually, in fact, they actually, um, they, they make paper. finger wipers. They, they mm-hmm. make finger lighters for you to be able to light Oh, the light flash. I dated, I did, yeah, I dated a, I dated a magician. Yeah, it's there. We can barely even see it. It's basically a piece of flint, to be honest. Yep. <laughs> right. And that's that's all it takes to um, do the illusion of a fireball. Now that's a hell of a lot different right. than setting somebody on fire, setting a table on fire, or. Let's set the fucking ring ropes on fire and have them wrestle in that. No, I would never in a million years allow anything other than a fireball to happen at one of my events because it's unsafe. And the insurance rates would go through the roof. If the insurance company, whoever you were dealing with, were to find out that you let somebody set themselves on fire, your insurance would be so sky high, you would never be able to run another event in your life. And that's and that's if they even let you have insurance. You would Correct. you would probably most likely be told, No, no, we're not gonna insure you. Exactly. So now, uh, it's, good it's, luck yeah. trying to find somebody to insure you because it's not gonna be us. All right, I am sending another message to uh the guests we're waiting on. Uh, I guess what we'll do is we'll kind of dissect things bits and pieces uh, here, and then uh, yeah, we're going to be – got, we got to, some more Jim Coronet, too. 
Well, and we're uh, going to get into that momentarily. The one thing that I want to talk about now is we are trying to draw a lot more traffic to our page. We would appreciate it if you could refer Pages. our page to a, uh, to a couple people. Um, we are doing a new segment on Wrestling Authority Radio, which is uh, one-minute news, uh, more or less. Uh, cool. And that'll be up on the page. I've been slacking off. I've been busy, but I'm going to try to get uh, one of those up when I get home tomorrow and let everybody know what's going on. I also want to remind folks that tomorrow night we will have a mystery guest for Wrestling Authority Radio. And then the 30th, uh, I think I'm going to have to reschedule that trainer's roundtable unless Brutal Bob wants to come on and do it. I need to make some contacts this week and see if I can get some other people signed up for it and uh, see what we can do with that. And then the sixth, we right. will be joined by the girls from Glow. Excellent. Yep. Glow girls. My aunties. Well, you're going you're gonna to meet some new ones. Oh, new so. family. Yay. Yes. Yes. New I, blood. I like having, hey, you know I love new people. Um, <laughs> yep. Well, you'll so get, yeah, because you'll get to do that. Um April Enriquez, uh, who was Royal Hawaiian, um, oh, really? and I have been working on working on this, and she is, I mean, I, I, well, you know this, every, every one of the Glow Girls is, is a sweetie, now, so oh, yes, I've been, indeed. I've been on Facebook, and I've been talking to her on the phone, now, she's an, she's an absolute doll, so just, you know, um, so we're going to have her, um, if all goes well, Jungle Girl will be joining her, and we great. might have a major surprise guest. Like I said, I don't want to say anything because we don't have any confirmation of any of this yet, but if that does happen and this person does come on, it's going to be huge. It'll be huge. Enormous, gigantic even. <laughs> Ginormous. In your face. <laughs> in your yep. face, up your nose, in your eyes, in your ears, up your ass. Yes. Um, <laughs> the next thing I would like to get into at this time is, uh, God, where did it go? Um, we have some news about a former Tough Enough competitor. Uh, and NXT talent, and uh, we've got some disappointing news when it comes to that. Yeah, yeah. I read, I read this, I read Uh-oh. this today, and and ser- and seriously, my heart just absolutely broke. Um, <clears throat> everybody Sad. probably knows since uh, since even shortly after Excuse me. he. Uh, Signed his um, developmental deal. Uh, Matt Capitelli was um, diagnosed with with a brain with a brain tumor. Yeah, and it turned and it turned out to uh, to be cancerous. Um, and they one have my, gone hey, through. One of my heroes just died of that. So. And and they've and they've. Uh, you know, and they have been going through, and they have been trying everything um, 
in that. Um, but uh, his is wife, uh, his his wife in, in the blog posted posted it out there, um, and they've you know they've done that. It says you know um, we went in last Tuesday for his infusion and talked with his neuro oncologist about everything that we've been seeing with Matt, and he decided that we're at the point now. I'm having a hard time saying this. Where we should discontinue treatments. Mm. I feel like it's the right decision, even though it breaks my heart, knowing that there is nothing else we can do. But I feel like we've done everything. All the supplements, the diet, the chemo, the radiation. It's so, so sad. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is, I mean, you know, this kid fought hard to be you know, um, a part a part of WWE and the dream was taken away from him you know, as soon practically as um, as he as as he got it and you know WWE stood by him for you know, the longest time, and that well, you I know, think I think it's uh, important that if WWE is going to continue the Warrior Award, they they take a look at somebody that really busted their ass to try to be somebody for them and got the rough end of the deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if that does not deserve the Warrior Award, I does not I does not know what does. He yeah, does not know exactly. what. Okay, you does not know. Okay, holy grammatical error. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that was. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna go like, all grammar. I'm not gonna go all grammar freakazoid on you right now. Okay, I'll leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I had a day and a half. Okay, because <laughs> I'm in a great mood. <laughs> um, it's 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 very important that we remember the people that have gone through something like that because it happens more common than not. And uh, can somebody please tell me, I need somebody out there in the listening audience to Google and see, oh, fuck, it was at the tip of my tongue and I lost it. I hate being a stoner sometimes. Really? You can't handle your bud? You can't handle your bud? You can always... You can always Put quit. Bong down. No, not quit. Don't tell them quit. We're not quitters. Um, only, only losers quit. Drugs. Somebody, okay, it came back to me. Somebody <laughs> tell me if Magnum PA is in the Hall of Fame or not. Because I don't think he is. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Not in the Hall of Fame, number eighty-eight. Magnum TA. Mm. That is fucking sad. I'm sorry. That is yeah. That is fucking yeah, I mean, sad after yeah, what that his, man went his through. Career, yeah, his career was cut short due, unfortunately, to a uh, traffic accident, a uh, single car accident. So you know, neither here nor there. Um, but he was a fantastic performer. 
and probably would have been a long-time, if not multi-time, world champion had had that not happened. Absolutely. Oh, God, so. this isn't... Yeah, we got to have a... I don't know how much she paid for that, but I could have done a hell of a lot better job than that. Uh, anyway, sorry, thinking out loud again. Um, don't do that. Um, it's, uh, well, it's one of those things. If Magnum TA was in the Hall of Fame, that Hall of Fame would just be a little bit more legitimate because that's somebody that paved the way for the wrestling business and didn't get the credit that he deserved. And Crime no, Fighter was typing not. Crime Fighter was typing a comment. I don't know if that came through or not, or if my computer's glitching. So if you had something to say about Magnum TA, now's the time to say it, Crimey. Um, because that is that is a guy I'd book him. He's old, but you know what? There are a lot of old time wrestling fans out there that would fucking get a thrill out of being able to meet that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, I've asked him before, I'm gonna go back and ask him again. I definitely want to get him on this show. You know, well, on our Wednesday night show, um, you know, I was I was a big fan of his when when he you know first broke in to you know, what was then Georgia Championship Wrestling, later World Championship Wrestling, and you know, amazing performer. And of course, he's also um, stepdad to one of the top female performers out there right now, Tessa Blanchard. Correct. Oh, love me some Tessa Blanchard. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. I really do. I love her all the bit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Um, Mm -hmm. Speaking of impact. Speaking of somebody uh, who should get get an award for courage, um, uh, Mauro Ranallo finally has uh, broken his silences to why he uh, decided that he had to take a take a break away from everything, and no, it was not John Layfield. Um, wow! You know, there was a there was of course you know, this whole big discussion and that, and you know John got uh, castigated, and probably well he should for some of his uh, other antics um, in the back over the course of the years. But um, what happened was uh, Morrow actually had a breakdown here at uh, O'Hare Airport. He was, um, and it was he was he was on the road every week because he was doing uh, he was doing the WWE schedule. Plus, um, he was also. Uh, commentating uh, MMA, boxing, and kickboxing. And it just, you know, he, on the way to Pittsburgh to do SmackDown Live, right in the middle of uh, O'Hare, he had he had a breakdown. Um, so, you now he, that's why he had to, he, he, um, oh, called, like, Frank Shamrock, Bass Rutten, and said, I'm done. I can't I can't do this anymore. It's gonna kill me. And he thought he was done with all of it and that. Um 
but fortunately he was able to, you know, overcome it and um, was able to was able to get back get back to the get back to the you know swing of doing this. Um, and in fact, uh, for those of you who have Showtime, this Friday there will be a documentary. Um, since uh, this is uh, National Mental Illness Month, that uh, he's going to be featured in, which is titled Bipolar Rock and Roller. So um, if you have Showtime, if you have somebody who has access to Showtime, um, watch it with them. Now, it's a, it's a good thing to where we can now learn a little more understanding about our fellow man. Uh, and right now, yeah, we're living in an age where uh, certain certain segments of of the population are not tolerant of other segments of the population. And you know that uh, and that runs and that runs the gamut. Um, even even into uh even into our industry um uh in fact um in fact a uh, in fact a good friend of mine um who is of course uh on the uh 205 live roster Mustafa Ali uh was uh was uh hit up on uh, on Twitter with a rather um racist remark uh and he had just and he just gotten back from the european tour and uh on like the last night over in paris he wound up uh suffering a major head laceration which took about eight or nine staples to close and wwe had posted on their twitter um picture of him it said, brick by brick, night after night, uh, Mustafa Ali holds nothing back in his quest to build up 205 Live. Well, somebody, and I won't give, I will not give this person the um, notoriety of using his name, but he posted in response, just make some bombs or shoot some schools, period. Since y'all good at it. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is what our good friend Adil said in response. He says, my friend, evil doesn't know any bounds. My goal is to prove good doesn't know any bounds as well. Let go of your preconceived ideas and open your eyes. And he is getting... A ton, a ton of love. Um, there's been like well over 300 some responses, over 1,100 likes to his tweet. Oh, um, I posted up to him tonight that I was, you know, very proud to call to call him my friend based on based on that response. Nice. And it was, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. That's, I mean, he showed quite a bit 
of um, L of maturity in that response. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, I agree. So, oh, and uh, let's you know, and we'll and we should while we're at it, let's talk about the continuing John Cena Nikki Bella saga. I know, oh, right? Yeah, the, or should should we say? Oh man, go ahead. I can't remember what I was going to say. Well, I gotta say, I mean, so should we say the grandest uh, promotional stunt in, in WWE history? Well, I was actually I was actually going more for uh, Bellas of Our Lives, but. Uh, and I'm so glad they moved, they moved yeah. the Bellas back to Sunday nights and not on Wednesday nights because it just totally <clears throat> fucking drives me up a wall because I'm here. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh yeah. Well, okay. okay. My friend, my friend Ashley. Okay, I have a question from yeah. my friend Ashley. When you're done with the with Cena and uh, and um, Bella. Okay. 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 Well, yeah. of course. Um, well, of course. Oh. You know, Last Monday and Tuesday, John was on uh, the Kathy Lee and Hoda um, hour of the Today Show, and he was and he was talking about how how bad how bad he felt about what happened, and he, and he still loves loves Nikki and he wants her back and, and all of that. And and Nikki and Nikki was on there Wednesday, and she says. Well, you know, it's a it's an in, it's an interesting possibility. I, you know, I can't say we won't get back together and all of this kind but of stuff. Well, this weekend, okay, saying, hang, hold on, on, hang but on, wait, wait, wait. I know. I want to add to what Cena said. Cena also said that he's still in love with her and they he loves her. He wants to marry right. her and have kids. Right, right. And of course, that was yeah. the biggest. That was the big draw drawback because, you know, for the longest time he did not want. He didn't children. want kids. Or to be yeah. married. He don't well, want to be Mr. John marriage. He finally decided he wanted the marriage part. It just was the kids thing. Yeah. But um, but anyway, <clears throat> this weekend, um, they were they were together. Well, I I should say they um, met up. In San Diego. Okay. And there, you know, there are pictures of them walking together. Now, yes, there was definitely some space between them as they're walking down the sidewalk. But they're walking, oh, at least within, you know, within, within the, within the same you know, if you if you were if you were ta- if you were using marching band terminology, um, they were they were marching in the same file. Mm-hmm. They were they were you know they were uh, a straight line across from each other, and that it wasn't John was ahead of Nikki. Nikki wasn't ahead of John. They were you know on the on the same on the same measure, and that. Now that doesn't now that doesn't mean that you know, this is the magic get back, but you know, at least they at least they are now communicating. So all right, so Katie, well, we you have an, your friend Ashley had a question. She wants to know when Dean Ambrose is coming back. We don't know. Um, 
And she's going to ask you every week until he comes back. Okay. (laughs) The word, the word that, well, let's put it this way. The word that was, that was, uh, used um just uh just the other day with that is okay. soon. Okay, the word that was used the other day, Ash, was soon. <laughs> Alright, we yeah. have some re- heroes and legends news. Heroes and legends. Has been signed the Queen of Extreme. Francine will be at Heroes and Legends in October. Sweet. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, there's been a lot going on uh, with that that is making me really, 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 really wish I was I lived closer to these because. Man, I don't think I would be missing out on any of these. Uh, holy no way. You, you mean you mean to tell me your ruby red slippers are broken? Um, well, there is, <laughs> there is a rumor. There is a rumor of who could be joining Heroes and Legends 11 this October. And if it is who they are they're saying who the fans are saying they want. Uh, it could be Mr. Monday night making his debut in Fort Wayne, Indiana for heroes and legends. So that, that would be interesting. Um, let's see, who do we have for heroes and legends so far? We have Kevin Nash. Nice. We have doink the clown, Ray Apollo. Okay. We have Dink the Clown. Cool. The actual Dink. Oh, okay. Oh, up. Thank you for that. Okay. Jim Cornette. Yeah, because Bill After, that might have been the video that Bill After did, um, where he where he talks about midget wrestling, and he used the term midget wrestling. So, Jim Cornette will be there. Okay. Teddy Long will be there, player. Right on. Holla, holla. The Rock and Somebody Roll Express. Oh, yeah. Woggle. What? Woggle. Say that one more time. Swoggle. Okay. Brian okay. Pilbin Jr. Yes. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Today was his dad's birthday. So... Baba ba. Miss you. Ah, oh, that kid rules the world. That, that <laughs> dude. That dude's got. That dude. That dude's got a cool. That's a. Is a has a cool Instagram account. If you're on Instagram, <laughs> follow follow him. Seriously. And this. And again, the queen of extreme Francine will be there. 
This is all happening October 27th in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It's Heroes and Legends 11. I'm telling you what, he conjures up some really, really drawing stuff. All right, well, at this point, I don't know if Mr. Aarons is going to call in or not. He's read my messages. It's it's his call. Um, I I tried. Uh, I will keep continue to poke and prod at him until it happens. He said he was gonna. Right. And now he's not gonna. Well, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, he's made yeah. a statement, so he wants. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna keep prodding, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. If it doesn't happen yeah. tonight. Maybe to, tomorrow night. He needs to. He needs to put. He needs to put it out there, on the air, so people can actually hear the words come from his mouth. Oh. Bingo. Bingo. That's what so, I'm trying to establish um, and get done. Uh, let's see. Big Mac. Sasha Banks. Sasha Hold Banks on. has signed a multi-year contract. Excellent. Big, big Cass uh, was pulled from Money in the Bank qualifying match. Obviously, we know okay, why. Oh, that, okay, what's he done? Okay, what happened? Is it his ACL again? What's going on? No, it's storyline. Uh, him and Brian are going to continue right. to have a feud. So, no, 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 uh, no, no. He did. He did legitimately re-injure the knee in Europe. Ah, oh, god damn it! Sorry. Okay. I didn't mean Thanks that. for the confirmation. Ah, oh, damn it! That just that sucks. He just got back. Way to go. God. This is what happens when you rush people back from an injury and do not give them enough healing time. This has happened happened before with WWE. It will happen again. They need to slow their roll. Let these guys go home. Do not let them come back early. I don't care if the doctor signed off on it. Make sure they've gone through all the physical rehab they need. Because I'm telling you, this is unacceptable. This should have never happened. Yep. I mean, this this is the kind of thing that sits, sit, sits promoter, makes promoters like Steve and I sit back and go, okay, if a guy came to us and said that he was going to be gone for a year, he don't get booked for a year. He gets booked at nine mm. months in to start teasing his return. And that's all that happens. But you do not you do not let him in active competition until that is cleared. It, it, oh God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so okay. All right. So um the big show uh signed a new deal. A three year okay. deal. Very nice. Yeah. Um and uh and he said, and he said, because um, he was on uh, Stone Cold's uh, podcast, and he says he met with Vince and Triple H, and he, you know, he he considers the new contract a huge sign of respect. He says both of them really appreciated the work that uh, gave the company and put me in a position to where, I mean, in all sincerity, they gave me this deal in January, and I haven't done a bleep thing yet. Um, a fucking thing yet. No, no, 
No, it's 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 the lighter, more easy Damn. word. Damn. Yeah. Um, okay. Beavers don't uh, have so say that word. It says, he'll be he'll actually be um, an ambassador. He's he's going to be a company ambassador, and um, will be the global ambassador for uh, Special Olympics. Now, originally he was scheduled to be at the Greatest Royal Rumble, but uh, he couldn't do it um, because of hip surgery. And he says, if I showed you the pictures of what my femur bone looked like, what the ball socket looked like, I mean, it had holes. It looked like a bowling ball. I showed it to The Undertaker, and he sent me back a text. He said, it looked like a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> and he also explained how the complications, yeah. Following the surgery, he added five months to his return. Um, and uh, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, uh, finally admits that he very much disliked playing general manager. Um. And uh, he uh, would you know, try. He tried to leave you know, the building as quickly as he could, and found out they might not have a segment for him on TV. He'd be texting the writers, oh, uh, messages like, "Hey, can I just stay home this week?" And who's that? And Coach Brian Danielson. Okay. Um, and L. Part of it was not liking the the role, and part of it was also you now being away from uh, Bree and uh, and uh, Birdie Joe. Yeah. Uh, to do something that he was not passionate about. So mm-hmm. now that he's back in the ring, uh, he's he's back he's back happy again. And absolutely. You know, that's. Yeah, you know, that's and I think and I think that's I think that's uh, you know um that's absolutely that's absolutely awesome for you know for him. Um I'm gonna have to agree. Yeah. Uh yes, yes, yes. Doug Williams is coming back to Ring of Honor. Oh, he will be he will be at Honor uh, United uh, Doncaster on uh, May 27th, and will be going after the Ring of Honor um, World TV Championship, which at the cur- at this current point in time is held by Silas Young. So. Um, and then uh, um, we uh, mentioned uh, in our little write-up here, uh, talk about contracts and that uh, Eric Bischoff um, recently talked about um, the um, uh, hey, the. Uh, Okay, I'm sorry, Sean is Sean. Stop, stop, stop. Okay, 
No, um, I got them. Don't worry. You're talking. I got them. Let me do my job. All right. All right. Yeah. You you deal you deal with him. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk here. Um, but uh, Bischoff uh, related on a recent podcast that, in <coughs> fact, um, the uh, the outsiders were were not were not getting were not getting the top bucks in WCW at that point. In fact, actually, um, the highest paid wrestler in WCW during that time when uh, Hall and Nash came on board was Sting, followed by Ric Flair. And as Bischoff said in that report, um, oh, everybody, everybody understood that. And they knew that, you know, hey, that's the way it should be. He's, you know, I mean, Sting was the biggest draw in the company and, you know, and, uh, and deserved it. So, all right. Well, I guess we're going to go ahead and we're going to, and we're going to take our break now. And then when we come back, we'll uh, talk about Raw, SmackDown, and uh, a little bit more. So don't you uh, wander off. You are listening to Tuesday Night Turmoil here on Evolution Radio Network. We will be right back. You're a knife and I'm a gun You wanna be a martyr, but you 
back, and that was brand five new. Fingers death, five Finger yeah. Death Punch. That is off their album. Okay, what at a time. This last Friday, uh, the 18th, and man, if you've got Sirius XM, they were playing a shit ton of that. Uh, that's where I picked this up. Um, for those that don't know, we are doing a new segment each and every week um, on what, Tuesdays and Wednesdays with our break music. We are bringing you some of the newest music that I can possibly find you in the world of rock. And uh, we've got some great stuff that will be coming to the board that I'm going to try loading tomorrow when I get home. And um, I want to see what uh, what I can get loaded. I've got some new uh, Guns N' Roses. I believe we played the new STP. Um, yes, I've we got did. Some new- We've got some new Alice in Chains. Yeah. We've got some new, I mean, there's there's just tons of music coming out this this spring and summer, and it's amazing. Um, some of the some of the best music that I'm finding is on Sirius Octane. Uh, you can find that if you've got a Sirius uh, subscription. Don't be fooled and think that you can only listen to that in your car. You can pull that up on your smartphone or your. Uh, computer and you can listen like i do i listen from my house or i listen while i'm in the car and i'm always finding it or if you have an adapter you can they have you they have an adapter that you can uh plug in so that you can uh use your uh little uh car box in your home if you actually still have one of those things i i don't even i don't even i don't even know if they i don't even know if they if they make those anymore those uh Oh, little extra receivers that you can uh, pull in and out. Wow, that shows you how long it's been since I've seen anything uh, Sirius or XM related and that. <laughs> um, well, it's, it's a, I like it. I've got it on the car, and it's not that expensive. Um, <clears throat> and I like it because I get a lot of the new music before the FM stations get it. And there's a lot of good stuff that I pick up for our soundboard. And a lot of it's going to be added over the course of uh, this week and next week. And Friday, there will be three new songs that will be coming out that I'll probably be adding one of to the board. I usually uh, I try to send them to both of you. Um, that way, I can, I'm not the only one picking out what's going on the board. Uh, I will send the ones from last week to Steve. But we're trying to give you guys, this is not a show just about wrestling about the rock community as well we're all big rockers at the end of the day Mm -hmm. we're 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 big rockheads um oh god that sounded wrong rockheads we're not even no fucking (laughs) rockhead you can can have all the rock you want no man i'll I'll stick with every metal yeah i got i got i'm sorry i i do not have a rock head i have no rock head you Uh, need to meet it Never mind. Hard rock, hard rock. Um, so that's uh, what we're doing uh, with our music, and I like to bring you guys some of the newest stuff that I can find um, to the airwaves and help support the newer music. And with that being said, we're gonna uh, continue onward here, onward and upward. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, if you uh, if you haven't seen it on their uh, on the website for uh, Ain't's Magazine, they have a new spread out uh, this week that has 
um, featured on it, Corey Graves, Baron Corbin, and Ruby Riot. Huh. So very nice. All you uh, all you Ink fans, um, well, uh, you can definitely uh, take a look and find that on the uh, on the Inked Magazine website. Well, we got to break this news, and this uh, this is not good. Monday Uh-oh. Night Raw viewership is the lowest it's been in nearly a year. Wow. Yeah. It's not good. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The lowest. This is the lowest viewership Raw has gotten since the June twelfth. 2017 edition, which drew 2,000 or 2, 542,000 viewers. Yikes. Uh, so, you know, that's a, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a, that's a little bit of a problem. We're going to go ahead and play this other Jim Cornette clip. Uh, we've been kind of slacking off on Getting Corny, which is one of our other segments here on Rampage Rants. Uh, we love Jim Cornette. We mostly agree with everything he says. And, uh, you know, if I, if, if I had an unbeknownst father that I didn't know about, I think it would be Jim Cornette because I share a lot of his traits and a lot of his similar opinions on the wrestling business. So, um, Jim Cornette, if you've got a lost son out there, you owe me some child support, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, that would, that would be, uh, that would be a tale to tell, but we're going to go ahead and play this. Uh, Steve's got it loaded up because, he loads the oh, studio. Okay, the studio looks like yeah. Bitch You're right. End. Okay, I gotta get. I got. Okay, I gotta. I gotta pop that back up. So give me just a. Give me just a moment. Okay. We want to say you know, that. Uh, and Steve I got Kane it. And no, I got it. Hold on. Hold on. We want to say that Steve Kane is no longer Captain Jizai, as Katie and I were jokingly calling him. Uh, he got his glasses, so he is able to see. Yep. Well, I got one. I got one. I got one pair. I got the close-up pair. I still have to get well, the distance pair, but that's because well, with the thickness of the, of the right lens, um, they wound up there having to go to the glass lens. So, oh, and that, well, and that you know week. what? But you can see, you can see momentarily. I mean, you're not as blind well, as what you see, were. I, no, I mean, I can see my, I can see my keyboard and my screen here perfectly clearly. So I'm, I am happy as a clamp. Um, so that definitely. I believe that's going to take care of all the news that we are going to cover tonight. Uh, We're going to get to this um, Jim Cornette clip. Right, right, because it talks about the uh, upcoming uh, all-in event uh, here in uh, suburban Chicago area. Speaking of which, guess who was backstage during that press conference last Sunday? We'll tell you who right after this. But speaking of choosing not to participate in the butt-fucking of the family pet, somebody's trying to fucking hook a ride, hitch a ride on the wagon. The Archbishop of Talentbury himself, shit-stained incarnate, he broke his own record. Because I'm going to tell you this. I remember when they said in 2000, I don't have the year right. It could have been 2004, 2003, whatever. 
when they said that he was coming, announced to the WWE staff, the writing staff and the creative team that Vince Russo was coming back, he got fired 24 hours later because they all said, fuck you, we're not going to be around this fucking guy, right? This didn't take an hour. They announced that he apparently, and, and help me with this, Brian, because you're on the internet more than I have been last week, but they announced he was going to be part of the StarCast festivities, and within an hour, Cody Rhodes had tweeted, no, fuck you, <laughs> basically tweeted, Ben Brewster, you're not welcome at our event. We do not reward bad behavior, and he was unbooked from the StarCast I don't I don't remember any this happening to anybody even once where they got a, in the wrestling business where you get hired and fired within a day <laughs> and where you get hired and fired within an hour because people don't want to be around your worthless sack of shit ass. But uh, they put up art with him on it and then they had to pull it down like within 90 minutes. <laughs> they actually had art made. They were ready for a big rollout. <laughs> And here's the thing, he just he he's because he's so in need of a job and attention. I don't know which is more important to him. He's so in need of a job and attention that he took that to begin knowing I know that a large part of the fans that would be in town for that show would probably, you know, not like me. Because I've pointed out the various things that have been wrong with their idols and and their behavior and such and things and carrying on. So I would expect a hostile Reception and 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 if unless I needed the money badly, would not then put myself in that position of going around a bunch of people would be grumpy with me. And also conversely, he knocks them all the time. Like he even knows what the fuck he's talking about. Actually, when Vince Russo knocks you, it does give you a little credibility as doing something right. But but he knocks them all the time. So why would he want to if he believes he has any credibility? Why would he want to associate himself with that where the, then people would have to say, oh, well, now look, Ava Russo knocks him. Same thing I thought immediately. Russo knocks him, but he's not above taking a payoff to come up here and be part of the thing. I said that's why that was my main consideration for not being involved because I don't want people to think that I'm a fucking hypocrite. But he has no problem with that. But then to not know... To not know enough to, to, to take the booking and not realize that a bunch of the people on the show that are running the show, because it's the boys running the show, I believe we mentioned that, that the boys wouldn't want you on it because you're a goddamn, you know, it's, it's dealing with him is like trying to pick up a turd by the clean end. There is absolutely no way to do it where you will please the majority of people involved in the situation because nobody wants him around. The young wrestling fans, the old wrestling fans, the young wrestlers, the old wrestlers. Pretty much the only thing that people have, 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 have met in the middle on amongst all those groups is that Vince Russo is a complete fucking idiot. Mm. Yep. That's right. Vince Russo is a complete idiot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you nailed it again. As yeah. Yeah. And, he, and Vince Russo is the only guy, other than maybe me, okay? Because okay. you got to realize how deep my heat is here in Illinois. Vince yep. Russo is the only guy, other than myself, that could get unbooked from a show in an hour. Wow. That's saying something. Yep. Yep. 
And we know because we've seen it happen. I mean, I I don't under, I I really don't understand what that guy thought he was going to add to all in. He was going to add nothing. He's that. He was. What is he going to add? His two cents? Come on. Come on now. It's Vince Russo. Vince Mm -hmm. Russo never did anything good for the wrestling business. He took all the credibility from that everybody else's ideas. Yep. Yep. And I don't care if he's listening. If you're listening, Vince, we can meet face to face and I will tell you the exact same thing. Yep, you exactly. Fucked, you fucked Same WCW here. to the point where it could not be restored, and if it wasn't for you, there'd be a lot more wrestlers employed on the main stage than what there is now. I'm saying a lot. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for exactly. shitheads like you that got into WCW and made the business people sick in their stomachs, WCW might might have stood a chance to continue on TV when Bischoff tried to buy it. Yeah. Because man, would the would the game be completely different? You got you got to you got to realize if WCW were still around, there would be no TNA or Impact Wrestling. Well, I can't say that. I think Jarrett might have actually still branched off on his own. Ring of Honor yeah, still would have possibly. done their thing. CZW right. still would have done their thing. And you probably still would have had NXT, but you would have had WCW offering their version of that too. Because they had yeah. the power plant, and they had the power plant long before there was a performance center. That is so true. So, I mean... it. it it would be a completely different game, completely different. And there are people that I know very well that could be working for a company like that right now because they deserve to be in a company like that. But there isn't a company out out there like that that can compete with Vince. WCW yeah, very true. was the only one, the only exception to the rule, and the only reason that is, and I'm getting an echo, uh, the only reason that was is because they had the balls to take that man on head-to-head. Nobody else I'll has the balls or the funding to do that. Yeah. Absolutely true. Absolutely nobody, true. Uh, nobody, nobody has Ted Turner's money behind them. Nobody has another network that has, you know, billions of dollars to throw into wrestling behind them. And that's why nobody right. will ever be able to compete with Vince. The only way somebody's yeah. going to be able to compete with Vince right now is if they were to get a streaming service that were to offer more than what he's got. And what I mean by that is better pay-per-views online via a streaming service that is just like the WWE Network and just as high quality. Yeah, the only that's, way. that's true, that's true. Although, of course, you know, um, we know that apparently um, billionaire uh, Mark Cuban 
who a lot of people may recognize uh, from the uh, TV show Shark Tank, apparently has a financial interest in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Really? That's not and surprising. We just revealed, we just, well, because he has been doing uh, um, interviews where he has been promoting New Japan. And, of course, uh, we revealed here last week that the new president of um, New Japan is somebody who does not have a background in the industry. They are a business person who has um, been involved with such major brands as Coca-Cola. Correct. And uh, doing, doing marketing with them and expanding them out. So, you know... There, you know, this possibility might exist that this could happen at some point. You know, I don't know necessarily if New Japan will get that much popularity that they could ever give Vince a run for his money, but um, at least they could. Uh, make an honest enough showing to where um, uh, they could be considered a legitimate um, contender within within the U.S. side of the industry. Huh. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's just, uh, it's one of those things. New Japan is coming and coming strong. And that will be the thing. Uh, well, that uh, rarely ever happens. Huh. Well, we're going to break this news now. Evidently, Powerhouse okay. Wrestling Extreme has already had a falling out with some of their wrestlers. Because there was oh, a match wow. announced on their page that is no longer there. And there was a talent... There was talent announced on that page that is no longer on that page. Hmm. Well, wow. they might be they might be dissolving uh, quicker than uh, than we thought they were going to. Punisher seven forty seven is no longer going to be there. Uh, this Tully Adonis guy, who I don't even know, I don't even know who that guy was. Uh, is uh-huh. not going to be there. Uh, their picture of uh, what the hell did they call him? Super Destroyer is gone. Carmelo, Alexander Carmelo is gone off their Facebook page. So there has been a lot of changes to come since the last time I looked at that, which was this morning. <laughs> yeah, well. Yep, it is rapid. It is rapidly falling apart. So, you know, and I know obviously, you know, there have been, there have been contacts made with, you know, at least with the with the, um, you know, location, if not with the, you know, police department. So I have a feeling that, uh, you know, again, that that thing is not going to happen and this you know company air quotes will be shutting down before it even actually opens its doors 
Um, I do not have comments from any of these wrestlers or anything like that, um, but all of this has disappeared from their Facebook page. There were matches signed. uh, There was talent announced. It's gone. Um, Maybe what Crimey did has gotten to some people because, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be doing a segment. um, I think we're just going to call it for Raw and SmackDown tomorrow night, Steve. We don't have anything planned. Let's open with our one on that tomorrow. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Because uh, I'm going to invite Crimey on because there's two things that I'm going to cover with Crimey. The first one all is, right. as of right now, I am cutting all ties with Rampage Championship Wrestling. And we're going to talk oh, about wow. why. Yeah. The other thing is we have some more Mo and Michael Elgin, the story that never stops giving. Yeah. It's like herpes. <laughs> At this point, it is. Um, We're going to be talking to him, but I want to point out that Crime Fighter did me a favor. He publicized, he took pictures for his show, Oh Crimey, and posted a picture of the Silver Slipper Saloon, and posted a picture of Brown Bag Video, and posted a picture of Beast that aired on his YouTube show and on the syndicated TV that he has. So there, this has been seen has by no, a lot of people. tomorrow and Thursday, actually. Well, it will be making an air. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of eyes that are going to see this thing, and it's going to blow up. It's, it's, yeah. it's already doing well, see, that. Well, actually. it's got almost 80 views for today, so... Um, the um, a little clarification: the brown bag, the store I put I used for the picture is from another town because there wasn't a good picture of the Ottawa location, but it's a similar, similar building and all the signage is the similar. So got it. It's it's a facsimile of a brown bag, but the silver slipper saloon was a picture pulled off. Um, gosh, either Facebook or Google Images. I mean, that's where I got them. Got the pictures right, anyway. Okay. But uh, I mean, so let's see. That's yes, uh, I, Go ahead, Granny. I did an episode and I just dubbed it the O'Crimey Factor because of late I've been doing kind of a lot of newsy type episodes that you might have would have. You probably would have seen on an episode of The O'Reilly Factor years ago. <laughs> so it's a it's just a ton in cheek thing. <laughs> I know Practic or Patrick Brandmeyer, who is a colleague at the St. Louis Wrestling Committee, covers the St. Louis shows kinda like in OMG. He's not he's not a political guy. He's the least political guy you ever know. He wasn't <laughs> thrilled with that. But <laughs> yeah. well, this, thing, this stuff had to get out. Um, now, you did tell me in a personal message the trial for a guy accused of sexual assault down in Missouri is going to be starting sometime soon. Actually, that was incorrect. It was the other case. This was the um, the uh, child neglect and murder of. This is the Christopher Jade case. Oh, where, oh okay. he, where he killed the baby. Oh, yes. okay. Good the, God. Uh, sexual assault, the sexual 
the pedophilia cases later in the year. I think August. Gotcha. 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 So, yeah, still a lot of uh, creepy shit going on in the wrestling business here in the Midwest. And unfortunately, we have to break it. Uh, we're going to get into the Mo and Michael Elgin situation uh, in just a little while. But this time, I'm going to go to RCW. And I'm going to tell everybody the problem that I have with RCW. And I pray to God somebody sends this to Frank Root because I really don't care at this point. For months, yeah. Steve Kane and I have attempted to step in and lend this man a hand. Or his kids. It started, yeah. it started okay. in January. I was supposed to come in with Freak. Freak was going to be working Jimmy Jack. And we were going to have them work and just do some different stuff and and do it that way. Well, then those plans change, and it was going to be Sin and myself going to RCW, and I was to manage Sin, and Sin was going to have a run against Floyd. Um, Sin found out through the grapevine that, well, through some tests, that his doctor no longer wanted him active in the ring. We found that out after we had already kind of made the bookings. So this left me in a predicament where I needed somebody to ride with, and it just so happened that Brutal Bob Evans uh, put me back in contact with a guy that I haven't seen in years and uh, somebody that was a great talent years ago and is a great talent now that just got back from Japan, Jay Bradley. So Jay Bradley and I were supposed to, before Frank got sick, uh, we were supposed to sign the deal with Frank and be there May 5th, and that did not happen. So we make the plan. We had already made the plan previous to this uh, on a couple weeks show. You go back about a month ago on the podcast, we had Fantasy on with Frank, and Frank booked Fantasy for June 2nd. And June 3rd. Well, there is no June 3rd show. That became a problem. And now all of a sudden, June 2nd, they don't want the girls. So I'm struggling to find these girls another booking. One of them, which I got out of a booking she had in Tennessee, just to make the shot up here in Illinois for Frank. And I told him that. Now, he's been sick, and I'll give him that. But... Dropping the ball on somebody like Jay Bradley is not acceptable. Dropping the ball on two females that I, you know, pretty much got out of other bookings to have come work a shot for you is unacceptable. And to top it all off, I saw footage of your show, Frank. And I didn't have to just see what Crimey sent me. I saw more of it. I have ways of seeing it. And I'm not impressed. And Steve Kane is not impressed. We've had, we sat down and reviewed the footage together, and it is extremely subpar. Yeah. And that might even actually be nice. You were using guys from CHWA. You were using guys that should be out of the business that worked for you 10 years ago, 20 years ago, that were good and in their prime 20 years ago, but now are old-timers that should be teaching the rookies a thing or two, but instead they're holding titles, a.k.a. Pretty Boy Floyd, a.k.a. Douglas O'Shea. Yeah. Can I jump in uh, a second? 
Yes, you can. I would exclude yeah. Pretty Boy Floyd because he can still work very well. In fact, he's probably one of the few people on the roster that can actually work. So I would exclude him from the equation here because he's worked other places and I've been there to witness those matches and he still seems pretty competent in the ring. So I'm not saying that he can't put on mm. a good match, but you don't put your you don't put your main title on the guy and say run with it. That's not that's not a guy that's gonna bring you money and fans back. Uh, unfortunately. He stood that, out from yeah. as an actual wrestler from the people who had no business being in the ring. Well, and that's going to show. When you've got 20 million guys on the roster that have no business in the ring, and you've got somebody like Floyd on there, Floyd's going to stand out. And if Floyd's the best thing you've got going on your roster, then your roster is sad. And your roster needs to, half of yeah. them need to be fired. It's not more than half. Because if Floyd is legitimately the best thing you have got going on that roster, your roster is in dire need of help. Yes, absolutely. That's knowing who else is on the roster that can still work. The only other one that can still work, and I don't know if he was there that night or not, is Mephisto. He was. And Mephisto has gotten in some heat. I'm not going to get into it because it's been forgiven, but I was told about some things that Mephisto pulled that were just straight out of line. So I don't know if that guy's got it going to his head again or what, but he needs to cool his jets because what he sent one of one of, somebody that I know was totally out of line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that appears to have been resolved, and I'm not going to cover that portion because. No, we're just going to say that it was out of line, and and it should have never happened in the first place, and leave it at that. Um, there you go. Because that uh, that situation just. Uh, but the, the whole thing is, you're, we're, we're getting back to RCW now, now. If if those are the two best guys you've got on your roster, look at what Zero One has got. I'm not the biggest fan of Zero One because of some of the guys that are promoting it, and we've had beef in the past. But all in all, they run a great product. They have one of the top products in Illinois. Do I Will I right. ever overlook the Jake Parnell thing? Probably not. But they have a good, solid product. It's drawing people. It's a solid product. They are booking people that I would book today. If I were still running, they are booking people that I would book or would want to book because they have talent. They don't have just Joe Schmo off the street. They have legitimate talent. And a lot of their guys look like legitimate athletes, but this is not the only promotion. You've got it going on with PWA. You've got it going on with Proving Ground Pro. Um, You know, Funky Monkey, while I despise everything that they ever have stood for and ever will, uh, they have some good talent. I hate to admit it, but they do. And, you know, there's good talent out there. And why, why this company and other companies are booking subpar talent is beyond me. Because there's plenty of good talent out there in the St. Louis area, um, you can have them travel in from Indiana. You can have them travel in from Wisconsin. You can have them travel in from Kentucky. That's where I found Controlled Chaos. Control, and the little known fact, Controlled Chaos, we're going to be the next tag team champions of Wrestle Wars. Um, 
Not a lot of people agreed with that decision. I know the boys involved, the four gentlemen involved in the match uh, that was scheduled for September did not agree with them dropping the belts to control chaos. And it was not done to deface somebody in their hometown. It was done because I needed to put the tag team belts on an experienced team that would be there each and every time I called them. And that's what that was about. Now we'll, we'll reveal the other thing. Jake Parnell was going to be the next Wrestle Wars heavyweight champion. I was going to have him feud with Diamond Steel. Uh, Steve had set up a great program with one of our other guys that works with us. They had set up some great stuff, and Parnell was going to run for, with that belt for a while. And Parnell was somebody that I had faith in. Still do. Great talent. Um, but what I saw from zero one would never take place at one of my events. So I think everybody you know. can concede they went too far. We all do. Well, yeah. yeah. The, everybody concedes this point. So I mean, but I, I like Parnell. I do like Parnell. I but, think he's a great talent. He's going places. He deserves to go places. He's somebody that you can put a main title on. And unlike Floyd, you're going to get longevity. And you can do more. I, it's not that I don't like Floyd. I've known Floyd a long time. He can work. But he should be upper mid-card at best. That's okay. Fine. He should be upper mid-card at best. Because That's I fine. threw a bit. I threw a bitch fit when HCWA put the main title on Floyd. The main title was on Jeremy Lightfoot, and they they flopped it from Lightfoot to Floyd. I said, "You're going to kill this." And then it went from Floyd to somebody uh, to Chris Corvus, and I liked Chris Corvus. I used Chris Corvus on a couple of my events, and uh, I I liked Chris Corvus. He had a good look. He was out of Michigan. Uh, not the biggest guy in the world, but had an athletic build to him. But I didn't agree with Floyd because I just didn't get it. I, I don't know that I understand his character. I don't know that I ever will. Um, and I just did not get putting the the. This is the guy that we're going to have carry the company, and that just it, it didn't sit well with me, and it doesn't sit well with me now with RCW. You need a fresh, either a fresh heel and a fresh young baby face chasing. Or you need a fresh baby and a cocky heel chasing that just always comes up short. I mean, that's that's my opinion on that. Steve, I don't know how you feel. Steve? Um, well, Kane, I, I don't know if I have any, I don't think I have anything more to say. I mean, you talked All about right. last week. Uh, everybody wants to book, but nobody wants to promote. Yes. RCWs have the exact opposite problem. They want to promote, but they don't want to book. They don't want to book smart. And they don't want to, well, actually, they want to book with the barest minimum product they can get away with, that they can sell tickets to. And that's Uh, always the way. 
Well, from what I saw, and there are going to be a lot of people pissed off by my next statement, and I don't know what's going on with Steve Kane's headset or if he fell asleep or what, but I want him to hear this comment. RCW, based on what I saw from what you sent me footage of and what I found footage of online, RCW is one step, one step, one rung above CHWA. One rung. That's That's not the first time I've heard that. Although, substitute CHWA for for, um, Yarder promotion is what I've heard other people describe it as. So. All right. I want to hear a comment from Steve Kane if he's not having technical difficulties. And all I hear is static, so he's having technical difficulties. All right. So he's having issues. All right. So. Uh, Katie, what do you think about this? I mean, do do I have a point here that. You know, you don't, you don't, you didn't see the footage, but it was, if I tell you it's bad, you know, it's bad. I don't, I don't oh, ever see you wrong. You know, if, if, well, it's, it's, well, number one, it is what it is. Number two, it's pretty fucking disgusting. Number three, um, why did it have to happen? Number four, I don't have a number four. Well, and uh, on top of it. They fucked me and made me look like a fool to Jay Bradley and uh, the girls. Because I'm like, well, I don't know what's going on. For for you to get fucked up your ass with no lube and no condom, that that sucks big balls. Um, But, Sean, distance yourself from the asshole. Yeah, I know. I know it. I'm going to have to. I mean, Unless, unless they are paying your rent, paying your bills. Or polishing your knob, what do you need them for? That's exactly Honestly. true. Honestly. That's exactly true. Steve Kane, you need to hang up your call and call back in because you are having some extreme difficulties and we want to hear from you. So if you can hear me, hang up, call back in, and hopefully that will resolve the issues. I was going to say, you have a chance. Go to my YouTube page. You can hear my commentary or at least my editorial comment on this issue and the, then the other stuff. Paragraph and oh, the excuse me. WA and tiny.cc slash PWCI is the URL. That will go straight to the YouTube page. And that is episode 125 of the show, series. Right. Um, because well, PWCI took the place of nosebleed seats, and I don't even remember how many episodes of nosebleed seats you did. I just lost count. Three hundred some odd episodes at least. So well, I mean, it's on there. The, there is an episode counter. Uh, let me see. The uh, ca- exact count was three hundred and gosh, three hundred twenty. I'm waiting for my page to load. Sorry. Okay. Uh, final season of the show. Oh, it ended up at um, episode 309. Wow. So there you go. Well, over 300, over 300, and that, that meant to the, the that meant that you and whoever else was filming with you at the time of the notes bleed feed uh, was attending an awful lot of events in the area. Um, well, there's not that, only, and it was a half hour show. 
in the yes. beginning we did straight up interviews with wrestlers and right. so some of it's some of them are wrestling shows, some of them are interview shows. Right. And uh, show of late has kind of gotten back to a split of wrestling wrestling matches and then news and interviews. Well, it's the first, just not very many of oh, the news it. and right interview shows until recently. Right. Well, and, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's the thing. Sorry. This has been one of the longest-running uh, episodic uh, wrestling programs in okay. the state of Illinois for years. So in it's years. definitely something. It's definitely something that uh, you know. I don't understand why Frank didn't be, want to be a part of it, but okay. I understand now why. Because look at his products, Grimy. I mean, look at his product. If his product, well, the matches were not going to be arable. That's pretty much the bottom exactly. line. Exactly. Exactly. I would be embarrassed. I would have been embarrassed if I had you. Sh- if I would have been there May fifth and walked into that and had Jay Bradley there and had you film that, and the only thing that you could have aired out of that entire show was the Pretty Boy Floyd match and the Jay Bradley match, I would have been very embarrassed. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. I mean, you can't. They put out a subpar product for so long and gotten away with it, but it's going to catch up with them, like you said. It's going to be a matter of time. And well, I went through. I went through. I went through. Hold on, Crimey. I went through and found old footage. Yeah. Old footage from '98. Old footage from 2000. Old uh, old footage from 2001 to 2000. We'll call it nine. Okay, I went back yeah, and watched all over the map. I watched the evolution of this product. Now, Midwest RCW was not different from RCW. If you go on YouTube and type in Midwest RCW, you're going to find old RCW footage. And some of it that I found, some of it was good, some of it not so good. <laughs> Some of yeah, it was really good. Buried but, from show to show. And the thing what the thing is, I found this the last show that you filmed at, Kiwi Jello. I watched that, and I I was in total shock. Kiwi Jello is a wrestler that tried to move with me and damn near drops me on my head. I was not ready. I told him I wasn't ready. He kept pushing things. So I finally gave up and said, let's try it. And he damn near dropped me on my head. And we worked a match. And I told him, I said, if you ever try anything like that with me in the ring again, I will kill you. Because well, you damn near cost me. He damn near cost me my career in HCWA. Uh, we worked yeah. each other in uh, 09. So I liked the kid. He was a good worker. I didn't get the, I didn't get the gimmick at all. And I didn't get the name at all. That wasn't the only name he used. He also used the name Kurt Styles. I know, but a lot of places he won it was Kiwi Jello, and I never fucking yeah. understood it. Never yeah. could could never wrap my hand around what the hell is Kiwi Jello doing in a wrestling ring? Like, just somebody explain that to me. Maybe I can sit down with Glenn Gelberti and figure out why Kiwi Jello belongs in a wrestling ring. 
I bet his explanation would be worth a couple money, uh, a couple dollars. I bet, I bet, I bet we get a couple listeners out of that. <laughs> I mean, that's that. Um, so, without Steve Kane, we're going to continue on. I don't know where the hell Steve is. He's unresponsive to messages. Uh, we are going to be kicking him right in the uh, old goat gonads when we see him again. And uh, we're going to get on to this Mo and uh, Michael Elgin situation. It just it just never ends. Never ends. Never ends. So I want to get it. I, I want to get into Crimey. I want to get into what you were asking me because from what you said. Moses Malone is on disability and selling pictures of herself online. Oh, wow. She's, she's, she's going the sunny route? Wow. Here's the thing. Okay. The first issue is she's complained about her nude pictures being passed around, yet she's Selling access to her Instagram and her nude pictures for a fee on PayPal. Okay. Oh. Oh, how much she's charging for it? Um, the disability or disability housing. I can't imagine that you can't make that you can't earn yourself any money at all to even qual- to qualify for that. There may be a max. There's a has to be a threshold if you make over so much. Like I don't know. Let's say. Anyways. Five hundred dollars, one thousand dollars. Then yes, that would become an issue. If it's just simply. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I want to know how much she's charging to see her her nudes. Yeah, I don't know either. If it's oh just, come on, man! If you're gonna bring it, if like, you guys are gonna bring it up. Bring me facts. Bring me prices. Let me know. Come on, you know. Come on now. Not Do your job. Screenshot it. Screenshot it and on Twitter. But she was think somebody, and uh, other people have noticed that and picked up on it. As well, I stated, I, unless she's making a ton of money doing this, I mean, I don't. Well, is she worth looking at? around money. I don't. Th- I don't think that's a big deal. Is she worth looking? Is she point. worth looking at? Is she worth looking at? I'm a fucking pervert. Let me know, man. All the other perverts of the world want to know too. Is she worth Kristen looking, looking at? at her nudes? Seriously, huh? I have no interest. What? No okay. interest. That's because I may not like what I see. <laughs> oh boy. Um, what others... kind of pervert are you, man? Oh my God, you're you're, you're a disgrace to I'm the f- male sorry, range, man. But, yeah, it don't matter what the titties look at; you still want to see them. It don't matter what the pink in the asshole looks like; you still want to see it. So come on, what kind of man are you? Considering <laughs> her mental state and what she's hold doing on a other second. people um, for, um, hold on a not. second. Are, are, are you hold on a second? Are you talking down the end of your nose at uh, mental health people? You better not be. No, he's not. He is having, she's having a lot of issues. I mean, she's yeah. bipolar. And she's back so am I. She okay, okay, and I'm over. Hold yeah. on a second. And I'm borderline personality. What's your fucking point? Watch your mouth. What is my point? She's making. Here's the problem. Go ahead, Granny. 
suing or she's being sued by Michael Elgin. Yes. She is completely oblivious to her own self-destruction in her life and basically her case in defending herself against this lawsuit of defamation and invasion of privacy. So basically what you're saying, Crimey, is she's she's digging herself deeper into a hole instead of digging herself out. And that maybe I mean, she maybe, tweeted at one point ahead. if she confides confides something to you. Let me read the statement. Uh-huh. At this point in my life, confiding in a person about anything from daily tasks to relationship details takes a lot of courage and trust. If that trust is betrayed, especially at the expense of my case against Elgin Orleans, you will not get another chance. That tells me the fact that she is tweeting just about everything on Twitter, I mean, she, she's, damning, she's damaged her credibility for all these months, and she's just, her, everybody's calling, out, calling her out on contradictions and misstatements, mistruths, and she's completely oblivious to the fact she acts like she's completely it. Completely innocent, and everybody else is in the wrong when she's made a ton of mistakes in how she's gone about about uh, dealing with uh, Elgin and basically the two people that sexually assaulted her or or assaulted her in March of 2017, one that confessed to doing it, and another person who we still don't know the identity of, that was her roommate, that's so far, made a, a clean getaway from all scrutiny, well, and this mystery person who we don't know who it is that's lived with Mo is out there, could do it again. And, well, we, don't and, know the, who the, and we don't know who this roommate is. And apparently... Well, the thing about, the thing about Mo is and, she, she has ruined all of her credibility, uh, as, as we've talked about for months and months here. And she continues to ruin her credibility by tweeting things about the case that don't need to be out in other than anywhere than the courtroom. Because let me tell you something. If the jury gets wind of this at all, her case is done. Let alone the, the prosecution. She has nothing to like. I don't, I don't I'm not even sure what damages can be even gotten from her at this point because there's also a question of okay she raised all this money in her GoFundMe for her legal defense and people are complaining well she hasn't used it well and and I'm not sure what the time limit is on using the three thousand some odd dollars that she raised to hire a defense attorney people are compl- point, also pointing out she hasn't used it on it she wrote the, the lawsuit response herself Huh. And introduced well, so, more issues with her credibility, and now it just came out last week. She posted for the first time after 14 months after the incident and claimed that she didn't have them anymore. Pictures of bruises on her legs. It was like people were asking for proof that she was had injuries from her assault, and it's like it took 14 months, and then. The other problem is these these are going to have to be authenticated, and then the uh, then you got to figure out 
actually caused them, Orleans or the roommate. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of problems that have to be unanswered questions. Let's put it that way. And I don't think we're gonna until it gets to a courtroom. I don't think we're gonna get those answers. Well, she it's it, to put it bluntly, she is scamming the system. Uh, we know that because she's you know obviously with the with the nude photo thing um that uh that right there screams volumes and if she i'm not speaking against people that have mental illness but if she has bipolar the way she claims she does she would not be selling pictures of herself because that deals with self-esteem and usually people that have bipolar have self-esteem issues to go along with it so that's all right, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm okay. I'm not correcting you, but I'm going to elaborate. Also, when uh, females who are bipolar are manic, they do out of character things, such as sending um, naked pictures, going out, and, going out and uh, having sex with with strange people that they don't know. Um, all kinds of things. They will put themselves at risk just for the. Oh, I know that. Okay? I know that. that that's yes, called they risk bloody behavior. well will. Yes, that's called Extremely. risk behaviors. That's rich behaviors. Um, But the thing about it is, is she, to me, she's doing more harm than good for herself. And I think that's what Crimey meant in the long run. He did not mean to demean anybody with mental illness, but we believe that she's using the bipolar as an excuse. And there are people out there that will use their mental illness as an excuse. I won't use it. I won't use it as an excuse. I may use it as, as, as a reason. Um, but I'm not bipolar. I'm borderline personality, which claiming. isn't too far. I've been claiming she's using the bipolar as an excuse. All I'm saying is she is completely oblivious to the harm she's doing to herself. And that is what happens when you are manic. You do not realize how manic you are, and you do not realize the strain or stress that you are causing yourself and everybody else around you. It is also, um, if if you... If you really, really want to get technical, crimey, um, bipolarism is now on the on the autistic spectrum. Can they control anything they they do? To a certain extent, no. No, they can't. Uh, well, this is a woman that knows right from wrong. I'm not going to say that she doesn't. Not when she she's obviously, uh, uh, maybe not, but she's she definitely is doing more harm than good with this case and with her credibility and her credibility is diminishing by the numbers. And I don't, I don't think she stands a chance in a courtroom at this point. Um, I think, I think the whole thing is going to remain manic. No, she's not. No, Um, no, it will not. They will laugh at her. Fall out. and, And that's the truth of the matter. Whether she, whether she has bipolar or not, they will overlook that fact and tear apart her credibility. And yeah. a prosecutor will have no problem, bipolar or not, making her break down on that stand if they put oh, her yeah. on it. So yeah, that was she, she is six ways royally fucked, um, as I like to say. And it, it's sad because I was I there? No. Do I believe that something happened? Something went down. You wouldn't have this big legal battle if something didn't happen. 
Was it handled the right way? Probably not. But there are people that are suffering at her hands that do not deserve to be. And there are people Absolutely. that Absolutely, and that's what's really what this is about, is people who are being raked and raked or dragged through the mud or just plain raked over the coals that are being blamed or at least being held or given more responsibility or more fault, as I'm trying to get to, than they actually deserve or should have credit credit for fault. Absolutely. And that's just it. It, it. Okay, look. Legitimate cases. I feel bad for the state of Missouri right now. Because Missouri has got like three of these cases going on. I believe uh, the, the case between Orleans and Elgin will take place in Missouri. I don't believe it's going to take place on the Illinois side of things. I could be wrong. Yeah, it's be in Missouri. So that's three, that's three cases in Missouri involving professional wrestling and some kind of misconduct. That is horrible. That is, it's disgusting. That's a caveat. The two other cases, the wrestlers have been retired for years, so they're not even in the business now. They weren't in the business when their crimes, when the crimes were committed, or at least the uh, charges were filed. They've been out of it for years. And if I wasn't given a tip that they were, these guys were who they were, then it might have gone unnoticed. Well, and that's well. That's the thing about Beast. Everybody wants to overlook it, but somebody has stepped forward. Two people, three people have stepped forward. Actually, four people, because there is a comment that I uh, meant to read uh, here from a wrestler by the name of Justin Nett. And this is, I did not know Beast was gay until he called me a stud, and I told them to knock that shit off because I didn't go for that. Yep. Yeah, I heard that one. I read that one. So, I, heard so that I, mean, I mean, that's uh, pretty bold. People are coming out of the woodwork when it comes to this guy. And when Crimey's video makes air um, tomorrow and thir- or tomorrow or Thursday, there's going to be a lot more heads that are going to be turned. And there are going to be people that are going to be thinking twice about this guy. Um, well, this is in Springfield and Champaign. This is where they air. So the guys in uh, still, the I-80 quarter would have to watch on YouTube or HTTU-verse and then dial the town uh, on Channel 99 to watch that public access channel. But, well, uh, they will find it. Dude. They will find it. And uh, when it's seen, okay, you, you've got to realize something. The video that they had on their page, which I don't even think that's there anymore. Let me check quickly. The video they had on their page. The one with Stubblin and uh, and that's even gone. Okay, the one that was out in front of a in front of trees, I guess. Uh, And the burn barrel, it's gone. I thought that was still there because I just been on the page a second ago. Anyway, let me pull this back up then. <laughs> it's gone. Okay, well. I can't I, I cannot find it. I see the new logo. I see the new logo. The last video that was posted was on October 21st, 2017. Well, and the, um, the event page is still there. 
They haven't canceled it. Uh, ah, I got I got to share this from Matt Winchester, the Beer City Bruiser. This isn't a real this wrestling. Is uh, it's on their comments on their page. Okay. Uh, this isn't a real wrestling company, is it? Like, on the day of the show, you guys are going to jump out and announce it was a rib. I mean, these promos and live videos are comedy gold. Where is this? That, what? Where is this at? On their comments, visitor post. It was posted May 20th at 1.33 p.m. by Matt Winchester. That's okay. fucking hilarious. That is absolute. When you've got a talent that caliber that is calling you out on this shit, oh god, this this is spread like wildfire. Well, I, I can no longer I can no longer find the video, but the last count I had on the video, it had over sixteen hundred views, and most of them were because of me and people like Cry Me sharing it and going, "What the hell is this happy horse shit?" Sixteen hundred views. Okay, and now matches are gone. That video is gone. There's, they're, they're going through some changes. They're going through something, and we're going to get to the bottom of it and find out more. Because I, I have some feelings on this. I, I, I think people have come around on Beast, and I think people may have jumped off this card because of that. And I don't know more. I don't, I'm going to speculate, okay, because that could be what could have happened. They could have got booked other places for more money. But when shit like your your video announcing your next show is gone, that's a problem. The event information is still there. The event itself is still there. But all the other match announcements besides the Lucha match is gone. And I don't know what happened. Xander Carmelo is gone. Super Destroyer is gone. It, it's just... Wow. Okay, here's a comment from James Stobling on his Facebook page. To the fools who are listening to some stuff, it's fake news, people, started by a sick man. Joy Eastman responded with the comment, Wait, you booked Sick Boy for the show? That's pretty awesome. I don't like Eastman, but I like that Eastman is no longer giving me a shit and is giving this guy as much grief as what he gave me over the years. Yeah. Because that uh, that makes me happier than a pig in shit. I think this thing's going to fall flat on its face. So, with that being said, we're going to do a cold close tonight. I'd like to thank Crimey for coming out. I'd like to thank Katie. Thanks for coming and- out, dude. And uh, everybody else that has joined us tonight, I don't know what happened to James Aarons. I'm going to try to get his words on here soon. Yeah, or Steve, for that matter. They just kind of pooped on. I think he fell asleep. I bet you he fell asleep. So we're going to talk to you tomorrow night on Wrestling Authority Radio at 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. Don't miss it. Right back here on Evolution Radio Network. Good night, everybody. Good Good night. Piss off. Go away. Take off.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.